Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, one-on-one interview with Todd Lowe. He played Zach for 42 episodes, 2002-2007. First appearance was season three, episode four, One's Got Class, the other one dies, D-Y-E. S's last appearance, season seven, episode 22, Bon Voyage. He also appeared in three episodes of Year in the Life, Winter, Spring, and Summer. Um, his character Zach first appeared season three along with Brian and Dave. He's the lead guitarist and singer of the band. Lane joins Hep Alien. Uh, he, uh, he was later revealed to be also one of the main songwriters in Hep Alien, mostly writing songs about girls and naming those songs after those girls. Here's a little bit about Todd's background. He's graduated from the University of Texas, Austin, graduating with a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in 1999 while looking for jobs as an actor. Uh, Todd worked as a substitute teacher. Uh, he is best known for his roles uh, on HBO's True Blood, Gilmore Girls, Where the Heart Is, Avenue 43, and Shooter. In addition to television and film, he started he started in over 20 stage productions and has worked on several plays written by playwright Justin Tanner. Uh, he's also been a singer and guitarist for Pibbly Nights, and a country rock band based in Los Angeles. He's currently a member of another rock band in L.A., the L.A. Hootenanny. Uh, and he, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring in Todd Lowe. Howdy. Hey, Scott. How you doing, Todd? Is it true you were a substitute teacher before acting? What was your favorite subject to teach, if 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 that is true? And I, I know it is true, but tell um, us a little bit about that. I worked as I was – I went to – uh, I grew up in Texas and I went to school at the University of Texas in Austin. 
And I did a lot of uh, museum education as a side hustle. And uh, there was one time when I was asked to substitute in at a Montessori school, mm. and I had no training as into the Montessori education disciplines. So I basically found myself just like a babysitter, trying not to say the word no, because uh, it's a different type of discipline. So I found myself saying, uh, no, students, um, I mean, don't. Uh, uh, but I did that for maybe a week. But most of my stuff was in museum education. Mm. Okay. Um, so what was the role that got you out of teaching? Welp, it was, well, first of all, what got me out of Austin was love because my girlfriend at the time got accepted into USC for grad school. Hmm. I had booked a couple little jobs in Texas and was SAG eligible. And it made sense to, uh, to come to LA with her. We didn't last very long. Hmm. And, um, I came out here, I worked at the Children's Museum of Los Angeles. Then they kind of knew that I had aspirations of being an actor. I got cast in a play at South Coast Repertory in Orange County and went down there. <clears throat> I got my equity card, exposure to a better agent, which signed me. And then I was living on unemployment week to week uh, and kind of quit uh, teaching and then Gilmore Girls kind of happened, and I thought it was just one episode. Uh, in fact, the same week I'd gotten a part on, a small little part on NYPD Blue. And I wanted to take that because my parents watched that show. They didn't know, I didn't know anything about Gilmore Girls. And my agent wisely steered me. It's like, no, I think you want to do this Gilmore Girls show. And there's going to be a few more appearances. And then, bam, it turned into like 45 episodes and... Kind of got my career going. What did, what what did your agent tell you about the show that was so special about it that you had to do it? He uh, they said it the comedy the pacing is very unique. It's um, it lends itself to actors who have had stage work with the uh, memorizations and the rhythm of the dialogue, and actors who have had a little bit of stage work maybe tend to do a little better on that show. And I thought he said, I think it suits your skill set as opposed to just being some bad guy or junkie or whatever the hell the role was on NYPD Blue. And um, yeah, wisely, uh, it, it turned out all for the best. I tell you, uh, we're getting into season five. We're, we're 10 episodes into season five and you're finally getting some really juicy stuff to do with Lane. You know, the relationship is 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 becoming really interesting. You're able to show different colors, and it's really riveting. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, fortunately for me, mm -hmm. Adam Brody, uh, Dave Rogowski got a bigger job with a, on another show. Yeah. So I guess I was next in line, I think, because he was slated to be Lane's love interest. Right. And then... Uh, fell into my lap and well, lucky me. Yeah. Big shoes to fill for sure. And big shoes. We have yeah. we have noted that um as as the chemistry was coming together between between Zach and Lane. And now it's really blossomed where we're just 
loving what you're doing. Now, you know, your skills as an actor are really coming to the fore. Not that they weren't before, but now it's like there's this other side to Zach, this vulnerable side, which is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating how you're handling it. Um, do you remember <clears throat> getting the scripts and seeing that, oh, yay, I get to do, you know, I get to show some different colors here? And Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think every actor, when we get a script, we immediately flip to where's my, where's my character's name? I mean, I'll read the whole episode after I go through all my stuff. But uh, seeing, oh, it's, I'm liking Lane with her glasses and, uh, and oh, there's going to be a kiss. And yeah, that's just, it's just delicious. It's, um, I got something new to go there. I mean, Zach's kind of adult. And I sometimes, I maybe I made some easy choices, just making them a little dim. And, um, but, and they, the writers found my voice and my rhythms and my cadence. So it wasn't a difficult second skin mm -hmm. to step into and mm -hmm. put on. It just, it fit. And then you can speak honestly and emotionally. And then I thought Keiko and I had a pretty nice chemistry. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm glad to hear that some people think it came across on the screen. Oh, it really does. And and I, I hear you judging your, your character and your work, uh, describing him as adult. He, I'll tell you from my point of view and in our point of view, the comedy really popped because of that choice. Uh -huh. So I wouldn't question it. I thought it was actually kind of brilliant. And I think by making him that way, now this other side that's coming out is so surprising. And yeah, it gives you more colors to play. It that's for really sure. is yeah. fun. It's so much fun to watch now. We're all like, we need more Zach and Lane. And I'm sitting here questioning what took them so long and why didn't they use you? They know you, they know you have chops. They know you could pull it off. Why didn't they use, you know, your character could have become as relevant in the show as, you know, gosh, um, who can I compare it to? Who? You know, it could have, you could have, you, you could have and should have had as much work to do as Lane. You know what I mean? I mean, you, did, did you ever, here, here's a question I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Did you ever approach uh, producers and say, hey, I'd love some more. What do you think? Did you ever feel like you could contribute more and wanted to and, and said that to producers? Because I think the show really benefits from it. I, I, I certainly felt that, but I didn't want to stir any feathers right. and uh, you know ruffle, ruffle any feathers and stir the pots right. and be a squeaky wheel. Um, I was grateful to what they gave me, right. and uh, Amy and her staff, uh, like they, I, they did. It, it built for a while, but it was I did get a lot to contribute, and the music stuff was fun to do and getting together with Helen Pye and having band rehearsals and learning what song we were going to do that week. And I can play the guitar a little bit. So I got to use that skill. And um, I'm no, I didn't go and ask them. I didn't have that kind of confidence uh, mm -hmm. to say, Hey, write for me more. I'm just, I was just grateful to be on the show. Right. 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 Shout out to Astor pro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. 
and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening now between Zach and Lane is terrific. It's it's as entertaining and as funny as anything that's been on that show. How good. It's shocking. It's really shocking that they laid off the gas on that character for so long. And now look what it's producing is. Mm-hmm. I I hope there's more of it. I don't know. I've never seen the series. So I'm watching it for the first time each time. And then we're doing a podcast about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I hope there's more. Don't tell me. I don't want to, I don't want this surprise to be ruined. Oh, Uh, okay. I I didn't know that you were so uninformed, Scott. No, you worked on it. I'm incredibly uninformed when it comes to this show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, I was doing it all the time. I didn't want to go home and watch it. Right. You know what I mean? You had longer hours than I did, and I could understand getting fatigued. Right. I just I just needed to get away from it. You know, yeah. it's just like recharge. Um, um so you've been 
Uh, well, no, actually, let's talk about the auditioning process. Do you do, tell me about the audition? Um, and did you know once you got it that Zach would be a long-standing character? No. What I remember from the audition is they. I came in. They wanted a guitar, and they wanted me to sing, just do any kind of performance with a guitar. So I was playing in a little kind of a comedy band where we were this German pop band and we were playing just at clubs in Hollywood. And I had translated a Pixies song, which is Where Is My Mind? And I had translated it into German in a very bad kind of broken German, but enough to where the cadence and the words would line up. So I sang that Pixies song in German and they liked it and they said, what else do you have? And I, I don't know, I think I sang a Smith song or something. And, um, and they said, thank you. And then, I don't know, a few hours later, I got a call. And it's those, you love to get those calls. It's like, be there on Thursday. So wait, wait a minute. So you translated a, 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 a Pixie song into German. I had already had that in my pocket and was performing it. And and what and can you give us just a brief sample of it if you can remember any of yeah, it? Yeah, mit der Fusselin, fish, to me, yeah, try to wait, wait, wait. Wo ist mein Kopf? Where is my mind? Wo ist mein Kopf? Um, that was the song. Yeah. And you would perform this live? Yeah. With yeah. a band. With a band and mm -hmm. people would love it the audience was yeah they were yeah, in was, on the joke and they loved it and wow that's i play in a little bar band right now and it's still in the set list oh that's wonderful um that's really good stuff um so yeah let's talk about those bands you, you've been a part of a couple different bands so so that made zach an easy fit for you tell us a little bit about the band you're playing in Right oh, now. I've been playing in different uh, bar bands. It's not my first pursuit. My first pursuit is an actor. Mm -hmm. But, and I have a little bit of, not contempt, but I certainly don't want to go see some actor's band. I don't care how good Kevin Bacon's band is. <laughs> I'd rather see Kevin Bacon in a movie. And um, if it's there, I'll sit and watch, but I don't really want to pay a ticket. And same thing with Billy Bob Thornton. Right. And, Keanu Reeves is like, I like you guys doing that. Don't be a rock star. You, you, well. you know what? You know what I found? I, I, I so agree with you. I can't agree with you more. Um, because I saw, I, I, I was so curious about Billy Bob Thornton's band. And I watched a couple of videos. And he made, he made actual videos that were like, you know, pretty good production value. They spent some money on his videos. And the band's great and the music's great. He's not a front man. He's got no energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, he's just not a good singer. He's not. Um, and God bless him for being out there and doing it and getting all the fun. And, and I understand that impulse because I did it too. And, um, but that's the thing. It's, it's like, you know, as well as I do, you know, having a great front man is everything. If you yeah. don't have that, you're not going to go to the top. You might not even go to the middle. Right. Right. And it's amazing how good some of these bands are. And if you don't have a really special guy or gal singing, you're it's gonna be a tough road, you know. Well, those guys have the cachet to go out and hire the best sidemen in the business. Right. And right. pockets are deep enough to cover their expenses and things <laughs> like that. And 
it can be a vanity project, but uh, I don't have pockets that are that deep. I'm fortunate to have good friends that are really talented. You know? Right, right, right. Have you, so have you ever seen an actor or an entertainment personality that was a good front person? Well, Jamie Foxx is at a nice career. Oh, that's right. He did. He did. Um, usually it's the musician we're surprised when they give a good acting performance. Uh, I can say Dwight Yoakam <laughs> in Sling Blade. He's right. amazing. That it was movie. it was really yeah chilling. Um, and that's one we appreciate more. Like I'm sure Keanu Reeves' band is awesome, but, but he but, but he was smart enough to stand off to the side. Oh yeah, play, he, he plays the bass. Plays yeah. the bass, which yeah. is like yeah exactly what I was telling my crew. I said I can't be the front guy. Yeah, I'm not a good enough singer, and I don't have that thing that you need um, to be like a great singer, which is a great voice. You know, I don't have that. I have to work yeah. my ass off just to sound sort of passable sometimes. That's not a good omen, right? So it's right, like stand right. off to the side and let the really talented take care of your music, right? Uh-huh. And, yeah. and, and assist it in some way, or else if you can't, get the hell out of the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but some actors have done. I mean, I think J-Lo has done pretty well, right? Does she start as an actor? She started as a fly girl. I mean, as a she started as a dance. She's a triple threat. Yeah, singing, yeah, dancing, threat. acting, right? Yes. Yeah. So she's had a big career. She's she's good at yeah. that. Um, I mean, I could talk all day about this. Um, yeah. Let's... Uh, Speaking of front men that have that thing, Sebastian Bach has that thing. Yes. That is a bona fide front man. Yes. Who stands in front of a band, can scream into a microphone and sound incredible. Right. I mean, that guy can bring the house down. Um, Yeah. So you got to work closely with him. What was your first meeting with him like? Oh, well, I'm going to try to keep it PG. Uh, <laughs> I do remember it's like what Sebastian Bach it's that guy who I saw when I was 15 years old at the summit in Houston Skid Row opening up for Bon Jovi uh, and he came in he had one scene uh, where and he's supposed to be a guitarist in the band right and he all those years in rock and roll he's he's not a guitarist he's a singer and he had the most difficult time just getting his electric guitar unplugging uh, the guitar cable and then putting it into a case and just it kind of had to happen quickly and that gilmore grows with them and we're all leaving the room and just like it was like a monkey with a puzzle putting in the stars in the in a circular hole <laughs> he just couldn't figure out how to put that guitar in the case and uh, john and i were just snickering he's like ah, and then he's you know starts cursing gets frustrated and uh, the eighties like it's okay. We'll get it in the cutaway. We don't have to show you. No, I get it right. And uh, you know, I want to know. What, like, I look at. I know what I'm doing. And um, but he was such a warm, gregarious personality. I yeah. really can't say a bad thing about that guy. No. Uh, it was fun. I, I'm proud to have shared screen with him. I'm proud to have gone out to the rainbow with him. Um, I, that's as close as I've ever been to crazy rock stardom. I, I I had the same experience. I went to the rainbow with him. It was yeah. it was fun. What a night! We all we I, I don't know if you were there that night, but it was one of the early ones. And then of course that's his kingdom. Yeah, 
Uh, the, if for those who are listening, the Rainbow Room is this rock and roll heavy metal club on on Sunset Strip. And we sat down. They br- they bring us to a really nice table, and uh, we're, let's everybody who wants pizza, pizza, and uh, yeah, what do you like on your pizza? And I was like, uh, pepperoni. Me too. I'm five. And, it just, um, <laughs> and oh, here comes Ron Jeremy over to say hello. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> oh man he uh yeah i mean just high fives all around always about the high fives that that that's an entire two-hour podcast in and of itself (laughs) i i I should actually do a podcast based on him uh amazing character Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How long has it been since you watched your episode back? Did, did you watch any of these episodes before you came on, or are you just like... No, occasionally somebody will send me... Uh, I stumbled across a, a YouTube clip of... There's a scene in the diner. I don't know if you've gotten to it in your viewing, but... Well, there's the proposal I have to Lane, which is a really sweet scene. And then there's another scene where I tell her that I like her better with her glasses on. And I thought, oh, I kind of handled that well. That scene went well. Um, if, but I get too self-conscious. If Gilmore Girls is playing on someone's TV, it's like, oh, I, I got to get squirmy and leave the room. <laughs> um, I'm just, I don't want to see myself. Right, there. right, right, right. I was thinking before this uh, little video podcast, I was going to have it on in the background on the TV behind me. It's like, oh, I just play it all the time. Right. <laughs> just so in the rare chance it'll get more residuals. It just, uh, it's always playing. Right, right. So we recapped the parties over, okay, a little bit ago. But it's one of the scene where Mrs. Kim is screaming at you at the newsstand. What do you remember about filming that scene with Emily Carotta? Because that was... I loved you in that scene because you had a job to do in that scene, which was to be, you know, to react to what she was doing. And it was just really funny. What you were Catch doing was so funny because you didn't what do too much. And that's sometimes the hardest stuff to do. Uh, catch me up. What was she chastising me about? I think just the fact that you were dating Lane. Okay. And I, somehow she found out, I think. Okay. And you were at the newsstand. And there was that guy, that young guy uh, at the... Oh, and the guy was yelling at you because you come to the newsstand and you read, but you don't pay for it. Okay, okay. Okay, and then Emily Garota comes up and just just drills you, for, you know, just a surprise attack. And you just you just turn and you're so befuddled and flustered. And Is that the episode she says, well, if she's going to be dating you, we need to improve your songwriting or whatever? I don't, I don't think that's it. Okay. I don't uh, think we've gotten there yet. Okay. Yeah. It was just a, a, an, a, an all-out assault on Zach in public. I mean, she oh, just I'm, unloaded both barrels on you. Called I'm, you a, um, a dog from hell and, you know, all kinds of thing. And that when you go to hell, the dogs of hell will be eating your guts and things like that. Hellhounds were going to get you and the whole thing. <laughs> okay. It's starting to trigger some memories. And, oh, no, no. And it led to the funniest dialogue in the funniest scene because you were like you had a conversation with lane after that at back at your apartment saying you know this isn't rock and roll man i mean i don't do this I, you know it's like i get i get the chicks and i do music i don't like do moms or you know yelling at me in the street you know this kind of a thing and it was just, we were crying we were laughing so hard oh i've got to catch up on that oh yeah uh, it was brilliant yeah. absolute todd low brilliance Oh, thank you for the compliment. Really I mean, great stuff. I don't quite remember that moment. But oh, God. I'll take another look. How here. could you not? I mean, it was a, a, a crowning achievement in comedic acting. Um, so, okay. So we're at the beginning stage of Zach and Lake's relationship. Finally, it's it's bubbling up a little bit. But they they recently had a first date and kissed. Were you excited Uh they were going to make Zach Lane's boyfriend. Did you know oh. of their plans? Did you, did they hint 
at, to you that this was going to happen? No, I did a little bit of the math myself because I knew the Helen Pye and her actual husband, and he played behind the curtain in Hep Alien. He played the bass for John. His name was Dave Rogalski. And so I kind of did the math. It's like, well, I think the character Elaine is based on Amy's childhood friend who is a Korean-American and a Seventh-day Adventist. He's dating this boy named Dave Rogalski. Uh, he left. I, I honestly thought, well, they're going to bring another young, cute guy in here to be Lane's fella. And uh, then it started to fall to me. And it's like, yes, just like fist pump. <laughs> and oh, there's a kiss. And when they wrote it so well, because the first kiss happens when I'm actually holding John on my shoulder, <laughs> putting him to bed. I think he did he have too much to drink or something uh, or why he was out. Oh, but, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Yeah, I guess. That's right. Yes. Or we were we were just watching a, a video or something. He fell asleep. Well, Lane first. told him to go to her room, and he fell asleep in her bed. That's right. That's what happened. Because you guys were on a date in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. A date where my best bud is also in the house. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and and we were kind of marveling. It's like that you picked him up and hoisted him over your shoulder and carried him out. I mean, he, but he wasn't that heavy, was he? No, John's, uh, he's, he's right. whiskey. He's like 120 pounds or something. He's really, yeah. he's really not heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't taxing at the time. <laughs> I wouldn't want to try it now. But yeah. <laughs> um, um, well, do, so what's your opinion? What is your personal opinion? You think Lack, uh, Zach and Lane uh, make a good couple? I do, just because I have a stake in it. I know the internet shippers, some aren't that big of a fan of Zach and Lane, and I can appreciate that perspective. And it's like, well, tough business. That's the way it ended up. It was written. <laughs> yeah, maybe I wasn't the greatest. But uh, <laughs> tough but uh, she got Zach out of his little philandering, and uh, he eventually became sweet to her, and he cared about her. And then mm -hmm. uh, when they go to Mexico for their honeymoon and to consummate the marriage that they wrote that it wasn't that great. Mm. And she gets pregnant on the first try. I'm, ta I'm, ta I'm taking my headphones off. I can't oh, hear okay, this. Okay, I haven't okay. seen it yet. You're, you're okay. giving me spoilers. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm going to try to somehow forget about that. Um, anyway. All right. So listen, you come back. We got to do a part two. Okay. Oh, I'd love to. This half hour just flew by. So. You can find me on the socials if you just look hard enough. I'm there. You got it, man. You got it. And go see Lack's, Zach's band. Uh, Zach's band. Todd's band. Uh, are you guys playing somewhere locally, uh, L.A. soon? Yeah, we're called Tilo and Friends. Tilo for Todd Lowe. Tilo and Friends. You can you can find us. Okay, cool. All the best, my friend. All right, thanks, Scott. All the best. All right, bye bye. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. 
Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.